0: So while cold calling is a dirty word in real estate, the phone is your best friend and none of us makes a living in real estate without using our phones. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle.
1: Good morning. Good morning. It's Friday morning. How's everyone feeling? Serious faces on Friday. Two smiles, one thumbs up. There we go. I'm going to start tallying the amount of smiles and thumbs up we get. What's up, guys? All right. We got a guest host today and I'm I'm excited. Ken and I were actually talking about this via Facebook Messenger a few minutes ago. He's like, you're either always excited or at least you present that way. No, I'm, I'm legitimately pretty much always excited, but it, it's because we've got such cool people. And so this guest this morning, I don't know how many of you guys have heard Ken Kratz pipe in here and there, but he has an amazing amount of experience and has pretty much built his entire career using the phone. But then the world has changed and we started talking about the digital world and how we've gone from a phone to a digital world. And so Ken and I were talking, he's like, all right, how does the phone still play into a digital world? right? How has he pivoted? Was he done? This man, we, if we've calculated the dollars per hour Ken makes when he picks up the phone, and Ken, you're on mute right now, but let me, uh, let me ask Ken, Ken Cross from Seattle. Why don't you take yourself off mute, Ken? Come on. We've calculated, right? And do you remember the figure? I don't even know if you wanted me to share it. If you,
0: It's like $1,550 sh- an hour.
1: $1,550 on. an hour dialing the phone, okay? Talking to people. So how many of you raise your hand if you're like, I already love the phone. I'm curious. I want to learn more. Raise your hand. Okay. and how many of you are like, "I don't really love the phone, but like I could probably learn something." I'm still I'm interested. Raise your hand. Okay, that's <laughs> okay because there's something for everyone here. So Ken, I'm going to turn it over to you. I'm here to to, to back you up, and we're going to do a uh, an Ask Me Anything with Ken, guys, uh, next week. So I'm going to be making a list of questions as we go. You can ask questions today, but I want to start making a list of questions so we can dig deeper during uh, and Ask Me Anything next week. So Ken, take Perfect. it away,
0: man. No, Ken, can, can I share my screen? Oh, you muted yourself.
1: You are good to go.
0: Okay. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, yes, I made a lot of money uh, on the phone. I started uh, in 1986, uh, hooked up with uh, Mike Ferry, and uh, you know I still role play every week with my Mike Ferry role play partner. And uh, you know when I started, there weren't any computers. We had like a, an eight-inch, about an eight-inch thick book called Nicole's Directory. And it uh, it had the uh, all the houses by address so you could look up a street and you could look up all the people's names and phone numbers and you would call through that and that's how we made our living was calling down the street kind of a modern form of farming and um, you know the irony is is that uh, back then people you know didn't have cell phones as that old um, but but uh, People would pick up their phones and you could have a conversation. Uh, the thing is that now uh, those, those times have changed. And over the times, I really started noticing back in, gosh, probably 2015, we, we noticed a real sharp drop off in the pickup rates. So, um, you know, you have to change over the times. And they're really, I love real estate because it's always changing. And it always keeps you on your game and on your toes. And uh, the fun of it is, is you could develop something for, I'd spend a lot of money developing a new tool or getting computers, and whatnot, spend $20,000. And it'd give me a year and a half to two year advantage. Uh, and then after two years, my broker has given it to everybody else in the office for free. But where outbound calling is concerned, we are professional communicators. And the phone is just a tool. And uh, what has happened over time with technology is we now have a bunch more tools. We have direct messaging, text messaging, cell phones, email, I mean, videos. There's so many more ways that people communicate. And, uh, and with that, communication has become a little bit of over-communicating. So let me see if I can get to the next screen. So eventually, uh, eventually uh, everybody's going to end up speaking with somebody on the phone. So while, you know, uh, the cold calling has a dirty name in our in, in our industry, everybody calls. Uh, whether or not it's cold or warm or lukewarm or super hot, you're not going to sell a house until you get on the phone with somebody. Can we agree on that? Yeah, you're going to be talking to somebody. So really, the, the the communication skills associated with being on the phone or being a phone caller still apply today because... That is the critical moment where you're making the biggest impression on your customer is when you're on the phone, short, prior to getting into an appointment and getting into contract. That's still the critical moment. So all of this new technology really supports the phone more than it ever did. So um, modern modern consumers are exposed to uh, over 5,000 ads a day. So we become really good at tuning them out. I'm great at tuning them out. I, I am trained, I've trained my eyes literally not to look at ads, all right? Just to avoid the, you know, some of the 5,000. Of course, somebody get through, uh, some get through, but I'm sure most everybody on the on the call here today tunes out a lot of those ads. Uh, and uh, you realize when you're on the phone with somebody, they can't tune you out. You know, I mean, they can be a little distracted, but not much. So. Back in 2000, I could make two, I could dial the phone 200 times. I'd get 100 pickups. I'd have 20 conversations and I'd set two appointments and I'd make a deal. So it was a great formula. I knew that if I dialed the phone 200 times, I'd get a paycheck. It was great. And, uh, but now technology has changed everything. Now we're really moving into the era where uh, phones are whitelisting, calls are being accepted on a whitelist type basis, meaning, If they don't have you in their contact record, if they don't know who you are, if they don't understand why you're calling, they're not going to pick up the phone. I mean, it's so bad that right now I get incoming referral calls with people that have said, please call me, I'm selling my house. And literally within seconds, I call them back. Since they don't recognize my phone number, they don't pick up the phone. Has anybody had that experience? happens all the time and even with appointments that are set up with professional referral groups like uh, referral exchange and homelite but the beauty of the technology you know turning that out over on its head the beauty of the technology is in 2021 we can create a database of 20,000 online leads in just a few days or a few months uh, we can go through a process of making them aware of us, getting their interest and in, in, in teasing them to take action by clicking on something, uh, taking them through retargeting process where they now reach out and ask for something of value that you've offered them. And now you have tacit permission to reach out to them and make a phone call. So while cold calling is a dirty word in real estate, the phone is your best friend and none of us makes a living in real estate without using our phones. So let's just review a couple of things uh, that you need to do with the phone. Uh, number one, leverage our current technology. Uh, social media, I just put together a database in uh, King and Pierce counties of 90, there are eight, no, almost 90,000 people that, that are non-owner-occupied, or absentee owners, or landlords. Well, I have a database of 90,000 people. I know their names. I know their addresses. I know where they live, which is separate from where the house is located. I ran it through uh, a, my, my Mojo account for 25 bucks and came up with 48,000 uh, cell phone and primary numbers, a combination of the two. And I know which one is cell and what I know, which one is primary and 15,000 emails so the beauty of this technology is we can sit behind our desk. And instead of having a little database like I had back in the 80s of 200 people that I made a nice living with, now I can reach out to 90,000 people in a matter of a few days with a, with a targeted funnel that'll get them to reach out to me. The, the effect is the same. It's going to create an opportunity for me to get on the phone and use the skills that we've developed over the years to make that connection and start that relationship because really... Real estate's all about relationships, right? And getting on the phone is paramount to, to uh, starting that relationship. Now, what's even better is we can augment that with Zoom video. Um, currently, we're finding only maybe one out of five people is tuned into Zoom or wants to, to do Zoom or is in a position or a location where they, they can do Zoom when they're talking to us. But whenever possible, man, if we can get that visual Along with the audio and the live interaction, that's that's a step above the phone. I'll leave the phone in the in the car if I can do everything on Zoom. But we're not there yet. It's all it's all a matter of numbers. So it's really before
1: you, important. Before you move on, Ken, uh, Matt Matt's got a, Matthew Matthew Mustache Matt Stash Realty's got a question. Uh, he was asking, where, can you repeat? Where did you pull that list from? Was it just a call or remind the list? Oh, that,
0: that was uh, just through my title company. So okay title companies are a phenomenal resource the one thing you have to understand is they do not have they have property records they don't have contact records they don't have phones and they don't have email addresses and every time I they claim to have had it uh, my experience was that they were no good anyways so um, and it used to be we had to pay like 25 or 30 cents per record to to run for phones and email addresses and that's now well with mojo I, I it's a dialer. It's a triple line dialer that my ISA uses. They have a $25 add-on called Skip uh, Skip Trace, and you can batch up to 100,000 at a at a pop, which is pretty exciting. It, it, it's we what we've done is we just pushed the funnel up to much bigger and bigger numbers, so we're still dripping out the bottom the number of uh, contacts that we need to get to make our business function correctly. Does that make sense? So. Um, so now, though, in order to get uh, to, to live in this permission-based calling world, you really need to understand your audience. And again, technology is, is our friend there. Facebook allows you to target uh, your audiences, and you can target in a number of other ways. Like this list that I created was non-owner occupied. And let's just talk about that for a second, because since I've already developed that campaign, what are the current concerns of a landlord? Number one, am I going to get paid rent? Number two, if I'm not getting paid rent, what can I do about it? Uh, the belief being that I can't do anything about it. Number three, what do I do? There's, there's so many questions swirling around the landlord right now uh, in fear of mortgages and, and eviction moratoriums and all that. So what we're doing is we're doing a, a, uh, a set of videos that goes out to this targeted audience that just educates them. It uh, doesn't provide huge value, but establishes as an authority and people who understand their plight. Right, I'm a landlord too. I understand your plight. I understand this and that about being a landlord. The second set of videos, when those people target on that, where their retargeting is going to go down to, hey, watch this video because we're going to we're going to tell you the three things you need to do in order to evict a non-paying tenant. And educate them about the, uh, and educate them about the foreclosure moratorium here in Washington, and help them understand how and why they can do that and present a, a solution to their problem. And then uh, number three, uh, we create a video with three really important things you have to do before you take action on selling your house with a tenant in it. The video gives them one; they have to click below to get the other two. And that's our, that's our cue and our sign to reach out to them and to start interacting via text, via messenger, via email, and via phone. So always respond respond using every tool you have. So, again, um, people speak different languages, English, French, Spanish, Hungarian, whatever. The language of the technology of today is phone, email, direct messenger, uh, you know, text what, whatever it is. So when we respond to somebody, we respond in all of those ma- uh, all of those manners, and you pay attention to how they respond back to you. That's their language. There's nothing more frustrating than trying to get somebody on the phone that only text messages, and there's nothing nothing more frustrating for the person who doesn't text message to keep getting them from you and never get the call. Um, the good news for us as as brokers. Is that big thing that's that's uh, chased us around for our entire careers? Call reluctance, call reluctance, fear of rejection, really goes away when you're dealing with customers that want you to call them, or at least you understand what their need is and they've reached out in some way and given you permission to call. Does that make sense? Fantastic. We're doing great. So. Um, all right, so uh, again, talk to talk to them in a language that they that they understand. So when you're text messaging, I'm, I am I want to pull this up here. Jesse, is this showing Oh, let me show another screen. Is it, let me know. Is this showing uh, on see, the screen here?
1: Yep, now I see the text okay. messages. So this
0: is a, this is a computer-based text messenger that ties to my phone. Uh, but what I wanted to show you is this. This. The most valuable real estate in real estate is people's uh, contact records. So when you're text messaging somebody or even instant messaging somebody or or emailing them, make your communications searchable. My text messages all say Ken Krotz, managing broker, EXP. They might not remember that, but it also says realtor, real estate agent, homes. Because I know that as a consumer myself, when I'm looking for something, or I, I ignore all, I ignore all advertising, and whatnot, and even if I'm interested in something, I might be interested right, you know, right now, but not enough to take action. But when I'm ready to take action, I have to find that information. Who was that that called? I'm getting five thousand ads a day. How do I find that person that reached out to me that was really cool or had a really cool ad? Um, so I go and I, and I keyword search in my text messages or instant messaging or Facebook or whatever. So one of the best things you can do right now today as an action item on Friday is put great signatures on everything you do and put in search terms. All right. Put those search terms in everything because people, will, people want to talk to you when they want to talk to you. And not until then. And if you're not there, if they can't find you when they want to talk to you, guess what? They are going to move on to the person that can be found.
1: I, I love, I love can, we, we got a question in the box. Are you doing this yourself as someone else? What, what is your, what is your structure like?
0: Uh, in, in terms of structure, in terms of the, the video, or just setting up?
1: Uh, no, with, with, with when you're, you're talking about so, I, actually, Andy, if you want to clarify the question, he was saying, are you doing that? Or are you talking about with the messaging part, Andy? Which, yeah, which one you want to know if he's doing? Who's texting? The text. Um,
0: okay, so the, I, this is actually uh, this this sits on my desktop, and whenever I get a text, it comes in right here, uh, and so when I respond, uh, I. I automatically add it, it. This is automatically added at a, as a signature. And this is a program for Android, but it's called Mighty Text. Finally, something's for Android users. <laughs> I'm sure Apple already does that. But but uh, take the time to put a signature into uh, all of your communications. Uh, be very leery, though, about putting in links. All right. Photos and links will uh, trigger most of the spam filters, uh, and a lot of your communications will just go off into the ether and you won't even be aware of it. I mean, there's nothing more frustrating than uh, having a, a three month long email campaign and realize that spam filter has been catching uh, a link that you put in, the, in most of the addresses. So you've got to be very diligent about that. Right now, by the way, uh, only about 22 percent of emails are being open. That, that was a statistic for 2020. And that's across all industries. It's probably even lower for real estate. So um, and with the, with the phone, call with permission. So um, yeah, we kind of covered that. Um, but yeah, when you're on when you're communicating with somebody via text or whatever your communication method is, you know, seek permission to give them a call. Give them a reason to want to talk to you. I can go over this market analysis in detail with you. Let's set up a Zoom or I can call you. Which would you prefer? Either way is fine with me. So uh, let's see here. Let me pop back up here. So, yeah, your, your prospects are so leery today. I mean, they've got their walls up and you've, you've got to peel them back. Build trust by delivering value and asking for nothing. Uh, this is something I've been uh, learning through uh, the video video marketing uh, uh, coaching that I've been go, going through. Uh, you do build trust. Number one, you want to be visible. Social media allows you to be visible. Uh, so be visible a lot. Uh, I have some friends that I see them every day. I don't, I can't imagine. They, they, they're out there all the time. And they're the people that I think of when I go on to social media because I always see them. So I don't think you can overdo it. Um, and um, offer value once they respond. Offer them something that they really need. 1st sale sell-by owners are a great example. Uh, how much do for, for sell for sell-by owners need? They don't know anything about contracts for the most part. They don't understand how to work with uh, work with buyers. They don't understand how to negotiate. They don't really understand how to work with agencies either. Uh, we're putting together an 18 video series to help educate uh, for sale by owners on how to save commissions. And now a lot, of, a lot of brokers will bristle at that. How do you save commissions? Well, since only 5% of for sale by owners sell, uh sell on their own. And most of those sell with agents. You can teach a, you can train your for sale by owner to keep all the names and numbers of everybody that comes through. Then when they come through, and then when you uh, come through and list their house, you follow up with all those buyers. And if they buy the house, you do it for a discount and you're due for just the listing agent side. You've just saved half a commission, Mr. For Sale by Owner. Uh, And there's 18 other points that we have that that that's a whole nother seminar working with for sale by owners. They're not really big and relevant in this market. Um, But the the old skills that we develop in making calls are still relevant today. Ask questions to control the conversation. So when you go into the doctor and uh, you've got a pain in your shoulder. Do you ask the questions or do they ask the questions? They ask the questions because it's up to them to determine what's wrong and what needs to be done. It's the same thing with real estate. Go in to get your car fixed. They ask you questions and, and lead the conversation to the conclusion you came there to, to find. So as realtors, we need to be really good about asking questions and staying on track. Some people call that a script. Uh, it's really a roadmap to an, end, to an end point where the consumer gets what they want. Uh, match the tonality, cadence, and and inflection. Uh, That's another good one. You know, um, I had a guy yesterday talk talk really short, really curt, had pauses between everything he said. And so I talked back to him just like that. And he wants me to come out to his house. <laughs> and you know what? It actually could be a lot of fun. Uh, you know, once you get good at it, you could actually inflect a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, uh, accent. But uh, these days, you, you know, you don't, you don't want to. That's a, that kind of a thin thin line you you may not want to tread on. Um, be a skilled listener. Um, people that uh, you have, you have kinetics, you have visuals, you have auditory people. Uh, I hear what you're saying, Jesse. I see what you mean, and I feel okay. I feel that this is the way it's going to be. Everybody's going to default to a a a standard way of thinking. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a visual, right? I'm very visual, so I will say I see what you're saying. But somebody may feel it, and somebody may hear it. So when you hear those key key words. Uh, Change your conversation to uh, adapt to the way they're communicating. Again, you know, as realtors, sometimes we get way too mixed up in it all being about us, especially if we have a little fear of calling, it's all about us and they're going to reject me. It's not about us. You'll lose your fear of rejection when you, when you realize you're out there to give to people and it's all about them. That's the key to avoiding fear of rejection is realize that it's about them. It's not about you. so um, yeah, but listen for that stuff and then talk in their language. Uh, for those of you, this is, this is kind of a precursor version of the disk task, uh, the four quadrants, the amiable, uh, the expressive, the analytical, the driver. Um, you also want to talk to people, again, in the language that they speak. So drivers will be straightforward and want to get you right to the conclusion you can kind of be blunt, don't be flowery with them, and uh, get right to the point. They're usually the people that are telling you that, hey, I've got something else to do, I'm very short on time, just get to the point. And you know what, it's kind of scary if you're not a driver to get right to the point because you're pretty sure they're gonna reject you, but it's an amazing feeling when that when that driver says, okay, I'll do it. Uh, we live in a uh, in the land of Microsoft up here in the Northwest, and um, Mid-level and high-level Microsoft employees are very much that way, and it's terrifying because when they ask you a question, I mean, there's no getting around it. But you just tell them the truth, and man, they respond. It's, it's the coolest thing ever. I think I lost a couple of deals before I learned that one. Uh, analyticals, you know, uh, that's classic. You, they're going to ask for they're going to ask for data. Well, how did you come to that conclusion? And what are the numbers on that? And they'll, they're will they gonna be calculating, trying to analyze uh, your presentation, analyze the, the suitability of the property. Um, so analyticals are good to step back and fill the void with uh, data, numbers. I don't know the answer, but I'm gonna get it to you and then bury them in, in information. They like links to schools, links to crime rates, links to city hall, links to the homeowner association, they want information, they want to consume as much as possible before making the decision. The faster you get them their decision, their information, the faster they're gonna to come to the conclusion that they need to come to. Expressives. I love expressives. They're the party people. Uh, they dress in flamboyant colors. They tend to uh, express themselves in terms of who they know. They may their relation, they're very relational. So like you know what? I know Jesse Zgorski. He's the greatest guy ever, and he he drives a Tesla. And I'm going to get a Tesla just like Jesse. That's an expressive, right? And they're they're going to wear flamboyant clothes, and they're going to be talking all about everybody else and everybody everything in terms of uh, you know relationships with other people. Uh, and all yeah they're funny. say, you know, well Jesse bought a Tesla, so you should buy one too. And he has a house, so you should get a house just like Jesse. <laughs> So I, again, speaking people's language, amiables are probably the most difficult uh, for. I'm a driver; most difficult for me to work with. Uh, but if you're an amiable, you'll understand this. You got to take take your time. You have to step back. You have to give them time and space to digest things. Other uh, they're, they're going to tend to be very quiet. Uh, they're not going to be. They're not going to tell you necessarily exactly what the problem is or what the issue is. You just have to be kind of hold their hand and walk with them through their decision journey. <laughs> and, and this is all on the phone, by the way. Okay. And the sooner you understand the communication methods and that, and the personality types, the, the more successful you'll be. Now everybody is one personality type or uh, another, and we're all going to naturally just gravitate towards those people. Right. Um, um, But if you're going to be a a successful professional, you have to learn to, you know, communicate with everybody and be alert and uh, and have your radar on. Um, My wife is sometimes she she, I'll come home after two or three appointments and I'm absolutely exhausted. And the, the, the reason is this takes a great deal of effort and focus to be able to do these things while you're on the phone but there's gonna be no more powerful or pivotal time in your career than when you're on the phone with a prospect. That's gonna be your first human-to-human contact and interaction with them in most cases. Uh, And then when you're done on the call, set up permissions to call them again. Always ask for permission. A a reason to call back and permission to call back, keeping in mind that they may be a texter or a DMer or an emailer or not necessarily a phone caller. But phones are powerful. So I'd said this before, the most powerful real estate in your prospect is your prospect's contact list. So who knows how to send their contact record to their prospects? Anybody? Yeah. yeah. So um, iPhones use V cards now. They didn't used to. Androids use V cards. You should have your V card. Your V card is your contact record. So if you send it to somebody, send it to somebody in text, send it to somebody in email, and they click on it, automatically adds you to their their contact list. And that way, when uh, the phone rings, guess what pops up? Your face, your logo. They know who it is. Suddenly, you're gonna you're gonna be the guy that they answer the phone call to when after the last agent they tried to find they couldn't locate. Uh, and now that's a little tip that'll be worth a deal or two a year. So it makes, makes sense to do it. So know how to learn how to do it on your phone. And these are little technical trips, but tips, but you can't do it in the hot heat of the moment. You need to take five or 10 minutes or a half an hour, however long it takes to set it up on your phone and on your computer. So you know how to do it. Uh, send your, you know, get a, get a, um, a calling, get a buddy and just, practice sending your contact record back and forth a few times. Um, Create your V-card and have it on your desktop so you can drop it onto your email address. I know your email signature is there, but if you drop the V-card on there, they can just double-click it. Again, being conscientious conscientious that any any links in email can be a problem for for some spam filters. So so every time you call somebody – Send them a text message or, an instant or, or DM them right away. So I make a call. Uh, somebody's going to get a, hey, it was great calling. Uh, it was great talking to you and, and making contact again. Or they get uh, a, a text message that says, hey, I, I called. Uh, sorry, I missed you. Or I called but missed you. Hey, just wanted to touch bases about so and so. And send them that text message back. You know, people need to be touched 20 times now before they're going to really respond to you. That's a lot. It used to be what 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 did it used to be back in the day, Jesse?
1: Ten to twelve.
0: Ten to twelve. It was oh. Back, in the, um, back before, before that was only five. Exactly. Yeah. So now they need to see you in videos on, on social media. They need to see you in text. They need to see an email. So uh, if you call, they see your number. If you leave a message, that's another contact. If you get if you send a text message, that's another. That's three. So you're on your way to uh, earning some business
1: that way. So, so we're, we're at the bottom of the hour here, Ken. I, I don't know oh. how much more you got. We might have to break this up into a part two, but, uh, here, uh, here, but here's what I want to do. Wait, guys, raise your hand first of all did you get something good out of this. Did you learn at least one thing? Okay, look at all those hands up, Ken. I love great. it. So, so we've got some questions that I'm already going to kick towards. We've got this. Uh, I'm going to drop it in the chat box here, guys. Ken is doing, oops, I, I lost it. I had the page and then I cut and pasted something out. So I'll put it back up here again. Um, we've got an ask me anything. It's ask a listing agent anything because Ken has listed a ton of houses. It's gonna be next week on the eighteenth. I'll drop the link in the uh, the page there if you want to d- drop a question for Ken, but I'm gonna copy and paste all these questions here that we didn't get to. Ken. James is asking you know, how do you get people off texting onto the phone? John's asking, what about your personality type if you're an amiable, how do you deal with expressives? There's all these other good questions in here. So we will cover these next week during his yeah. ask me anything.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? I really I just I still want to give you guys value. I'm on my way out of the career. I've been at it for 35 years. I wanna dump out into the, into, into the universe as much as I can. So you guys can avoid some of the hassles and headaches that I've had to learn the hard
1: way. I love it, I love it. Any last thoughts, Ken, that we wanna wrap up with? Yeah, get on the phone and call five people today. <laughs> I know that's what I have to do. <laughs> there you go, that's it. Guys, enjoy your day, enjoy everything. I'm trying to quickly put pop this link in here to the event. I got it right here. All right, guys. So enjoy your day. Thanks for being here, everybody. Happy Friday. All right. Thanks, Ken. This is awesome, man.
0: All right, you guys. Have a great day.
1: Bye, guys.